Hello, and a very good day to you. My name is Jim Harris, and this is Heritage Bible Radio. Heritage Bible Radio is an extension of Heritage Bible Church in Boise, where it's my joy to serve as the teaching pastor. Every day, we devote our radio time to studying a portion of the Word of God so you can know Him better through Jesus Christ and serve Him better through your local church. This week on Heritage Bible Radio, we continue with our study of the book of Ephesians. This week's study is found in Ephesians chapter 2, verses 15 through 18. We must stand for the sufficiency of the gospel when dealing with the sin of racism and most of the ways it is being addressed in our world. What the gospel did to reconcile the Jews and the Gentiles is the same thing we need to apply to the sin of racism. The gospel is sufficient, but we are faced with a growing number of people who do not act as if they believe that. This sermon will conclude with several observations concerning the social justice movement and what is now called anti-racism. Please listen to today's slice of this week's message entitled, He Put to death the enmity. Later, just a couple of chapters later, Acts-wise, Paul and Barnabas were sent on the first missionary journey, and every place they went, they preached to the Jews, peace, come be at peace with God. And they would take whoever believed, and then they would preach to the Gentiles, peace, come be at peace with with God. And immediately you had a blending of Jew and Gentile together in Christ with the barrier knocked down. It happened over and over on that trip. Then they came back and they shared with their home church, their sending church in Antioch, all that had gone on. And it reopened that entire can of worms. And it actually led to a a showdown in Jerusalem. We read in Acts chapter 15, this is after they'd come back and reported it. It says, then some men came down from Judea. They came down elevation-wise from Judea, from Jerusalem to Antioch and began teaching the brethren. So this was in the church now. They began teaching the brethren, unless you are circumcised according to the custom of Moses, You cannot be saved. Uh Uh-oh, that's a problem. It was the view of some, even among the leadership of of the Jews who had professed faith in Christ, their view was that the gospel was good, but it wasn't sufficient to bring Jew and Gentile together. Maybe it can get an individual saved, but not equal fellowship with God and with one another. So, read on, Acts 15, 2 through 4. And when Paul and Barnabas had great dissension and debate with them. Don't skim over that. This wasn't a small deal. Great dissension and debate. And these were not flyweight theologians. These were the, the big boys. After the dissension and debate, the brethren determined that Paul and Barnabas and some of the others of them, that's the ones in the sending church, 
in Antioch, should go up to Jerusalem to the apostles and elders concerning this issue. Therefore, being sent on their way by the church, they were passing through Phoenicia and Samaria. Get out a map. You can look and see what route they took. And were bringing great joy to all the brethren, telling them about the gospel jumping over the barrier to Gentiles. When they arrived at Jerusalem, they were received by the church and the apostles and the elders, and they reported all that God had done with them. Now, by and large, the believers in Jerusalem, who were almost all Jews by background, they welcomed the news. Certainly the leaders did, because they had begun to understand God's plan as He had outlined it in Acts chapter 1, verse 8. Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, the remotest parts of the world. Ah, it still wasn't over though. Verse 5 of Acts 15. But some of the sect of the Pharisees who had believed. Okay, background-wise, they were not only Jews, they were Pharisees. They were the most separatistic. They were educated and trained like Paul was. Remember, he calls himself a Pharisee of the Pharisees. He really had this separation stuff nailed. Well, some who come from that background who had believed stood up saying, it is necessary to circumcise them and to direct them to observe the law of Moses. Now understand, these are professing believers in Christ, probably true believers. I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. They'd been trained like Paul, though, as Pharisees. They wanted Jews and Gentiles to have fellowship in Christ. But their idea of how Gentiles would have fellowship with Jews was simple. You all become Jews. You all come to our side of the fence. You all do everything that we do the way we do it. You keep all of the traditions that we have. You live under the laws of the Old Testament. This was no small controversy. It was debated among the apostles and the elders. Uh, they resolved it, and they got, of course, the, the, the proper outcome. Read the rest of Acts 15 if you aren't sure how it played out. James, who was the half-brother of Jesus, he was the spokesman for the apostles and the elders and the conclusion, and the, the message was very clear. Now, even though that gathering was several years before Paul wrote Ephesians, I don't think there's any doubt how he and Barnabas and the others reasoned at the Jerusalem council. I bet they mentioned words like enmity and abolished and wall of partition. Probably mentioned all of those words. The dividing wall between Jews and Gentiles was gone. You don't now have to climb the wall. The wall's gone. You need to reach out and embrace your brothers and sisters who are now in Christ with you. It's gone. And understand, the same gospel brought those who are far off and those who are near. Jesus is our peace. He is the Prince of Peace. He broke down the barrier of the dividing wall. He abolished the enmity. He made the two one new man in Christ. So there's a message to the Jews 
you have to let go. Come out of the synagogue. You now are in Christ. You're in the Messiah. His Holy Spirit is in you. And there's a message to the Gentiles. You need to come out of all of your various idol temples, all of your various backgrounds. You are now in Christ. You are one new man in Christ. Well, this was a pretty ingrained feud that was going on between Jews and Gentiles. It wasn't all fixed in a day. It took time to apt to apply all of this. Even Peter eventually got spiritual indigestion over it. You can read Galatians chapter 2, verses 11 through 21. There came the day that Paul had to confront Peter because Peter had done really well with eating with the Gentiles. And then some of the old Pharisees came around and Peter quit eating with the Gentiles and would eat only with his, with his Jewish ones. Oh, I, I like their menu better. They still remember kosher or whatever it was. And Paul got in his face, subtly called him a hypocrite. Now, all of this is to say reconciliation between Jews and Gentiles was a big deal. It was one of the most radical ramifications of Christ coming to earth, at least in the first century. But the answer is in the gospel. And the gospel is sufficient to bring hating parties together. It's the only thing that actually solves the problem, which is sin, which is an issue in the heart. The sufficiency of the gospel is profound. Paul spent three whole chapters in Romans, prior to Ephesians, explaining the theology of Israel and the church and how the two fit together in the plan of God, that the church and Israel are distinct, but God has a plan. He's going to fulfill all of His promises to both parties. But in the meantime, brought together in Christ. Now, for the Jews, they needed to accept their freedom from the law. They had to accept their new Gentile brothers and sisters. There were no more laws to keep them separate. That would be hard to adjust to. But for the Gentiles, there was also the need to not carry over into their new life some of their old baggage of the ways that they thought. And they needed to learn not to trample on the cultural norms of their Jewish brothers and sisters in Christ. Why you might say, He came and preached peace to those who were far away and peace to those who were near, for through Him we both have our access in one spirit to the Father. So, let's consider some more applications of this passage to the boiling issue of racism in our world. It's bad. It's no worse than Jew versus Gentile, Samaritan versus Jew. The gospel is sufficient. But here's what I'm very concerned about. And um, I have about half of next week's sermon already written if I were to unload all of this on you. We are faced with a growing number of people who act as if they don't believe that that they don't believe the gospel will actually completely resolve these issues. 
If you would like this message on Compact Disc, let me know and we'll send it to you. You'll receive the entire message, not just the portion on today's program. You can order by phone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704 or on the internet at hbc-boise.org. Heritage Bible Radio needs your prayers and your financial support. Once again, you can reach us online at hbc-boise.org or by telephone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704. And if you need a church home here in the Treasure Valley, I hope you'll visit us any Sunday at 7071 West Emerald. For Heritage Bible Radio, I'm Jim Harris. See you next time. Bye-bye.